Welcome back to the Sunnyside podcast. Over the past week or so, a big topic in advertising has been ageism. It started with comments by WPP CEO Mark Reed in which he said the average age of people at WPP is less than 30 and they don't hark back to the 1980s. This was immediately perceived as ageist as it insinuated that a younger age is inherently better than an older age. This has led to plenty of opinion pieces in the industry. My intention is not to add one more opinion piece but to talk about the good side of things by looking at people who successfully overcome ageism in advertising. I recently read something about a creative collective in India called Hyper Collective. As the name suggests, they are an ecosystem of collaborative talents. It has some similarities with what I'm doing with the Sunny Side. but the difference is that the sunny side is an agency whereas hypercollective not exactly two things caught my eye regarding hypercollective firstly it was recently acquired by it company nihilant which is an indicator that hypercollective has been successful in the couple of years it has been in operation secondly the founder of hypercollective kv sridhar is a veteran of the industry who has been doing it for 45 years Ever since he designed the movie posters of the famous Hindi movie Shole that came out in 1975 he has been a creative it's the year 2020 and he's still going strong people like KV Sridhar are making a mockery of ageism in advertising he's not the only one lee clore retired last year at the age of 76 sir john hegarty is 75 piyush pande is 65 i started thinking What is it about these people that has made them immune to ageism? When I read what KV Sridhar had to say in a recent interview, I got some insight. He said Hypercollective is hungry, wants to learn and adapt and is the most agile innovation company in both communication and digital technology. That led me to the first quality of long-lasting people which is hunger. When you've done it for decades and you can still get up in the morning excited and hungry, then age becomes just a number later in the same interview sridhar showed how much he embraces data machine learning and ai he talked about technology and human intuition working in tandem to deliver experiences with measurable results this showed me the second quality for longevity which is to stay current if an older person embraces and understands recent trends without denying them then once again age becomes just a number On the flip side of the coin if an older person sniggers at new trends and laments the disappearance of the good old days then they are the ones practicing ageism against themselves the rest of the industry would only be responding to their own perception of themselves now moving to a different continent how did lee clo keep his job at tbwh yard day till he was 76 that's easy to answer lee clo is a creative legend of the highest order But going one step earlier than that, how do you become a creative legend in the first place? Here's my slightly controversial opinion. You do not become a creative legend by being a brilliant creative. You become a creative legend by bringing out the brilliance in others. We all know the here's to the crazy ones ad. We often make the mistake of attributing it to either Lee Klo or Steve Jobs. But it was written by creative director Rob Siltanen. and copywriter Ken Segal what Lee Clo did 
was he created the culture at TBWHER Day that empowered his creative directors, copywriters, art directors and planners to do brilliant work. This leads me to the third quality of long-lasting people, leadership. Early in their careers, they cultivate their leadership qualities and their ability to bring out the best from people. They become a pleasure to work with. They psychologically create safety for their team to make mistakes, to be wrong and to try different things. At the risk of sounding meta, they empower the crazy ones in their organizations. This means that they are no longer dependent on their own brain juices, but they tap into the brain juices of the entire organization. That leads to their own longevity in the industry. Just like Lee Klo, Piyush Pandey of Ogilvy has brought out the best in his people. In the 90s, Piyush Pandey himself conceived the most famous ads coming out of Ogilvy, India. But as he got older, he empowered people like Rajiv Rao, Abhijit Avasti and Sonal Dabral. Ogilvy, India continued to do great work and he prolonged his career on the back of that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No one creative brain, however formidable, can power an entire agency. The people who last long realize this and empower others to carry the torch. There is one other observation I've made about people who last long. They start their own agencies. That way, they are immune to the PNL and headcount related considerations of other agencies. They decide how many people remain in their agencies. That's why Sir John Hegarty is going strong at the age of 75. I'm not saying he would have failed if he remained an employee all his life, but when you are the H in BBH, you have the opportunity to do a Jock Steen. Jock Steen was the Scottish manager of the legendary Glasgow Celtic soccer team that did the quadruple in 1967. He had the privilege of working literally until the day he died. While managing Scotland in a game against Wales, he died of a heart attack when he wildly celebrated his team scoring a last-minute equaliser. This is the sort of career most people would like to have, to be relevant until the day we die. But we digress. In advertising and its associated fields like digital and PR, agency founders last long. Harold Burson, founder of the PR firm Burson Masteller, worked until he died earlier this year at the age of 98. Lester Wonderman, founder of Wonderman before it became Wonderman Thompson, worked until he died last year, again at the age of 98. Jeff Goodby and Rich Silverstein of Goodby Silverstein Partners are hovering around 70. David Droga is only 51, but I think it's safe to say he will still be relevant at 70. It seems that two kinds of people last long in advertising. As we've discussed, it's firstly the people who start their own agencies, like Jeff Goodby and Lester Wonderman, and it's secondly, people who achieve the status of creative legend, like Lee Klo and Piyush Pandey. But these two groups collectively make up probably 1% of all the people in advertising. What about the 99% who have not managed to break into these two groups, what can ensure that they can also last long? Here's what I believe. It may be slightly controversial. I believe that older professionals who are currently out of a job should be open to mid-level salaries and younger people who are in leadership positions should be comfortable with offering mid-level salaries to older people who are currently out of a job. It is possible that a lot of seniors in advertising take it as a blow to their ego if they need to get 5,000 a month all of a sudden after getting 25,000 at their most recent job. 
It is also possible that 40-year-old bosses are squeamish about offering a $5,000 salary to a 60-year-old prospective employee. But this two-way squeamishness hurts both parties. It damages the older person's chances of prolonging their career and it deprives the agency of a rich vein of talent. To figure this out, advertising only needs to take inspiration from Hollywood. Many of us watched The Irishman when it came out last Christmas. It was directed by 77-year-old Martin Scorsese, had music by 76-year-old Robbie Robertson, and starred 76-year-old Robert De Niro, 79-year-old Al Pacino, and 77-year-old Joe Pesci. At about the same time, The Two Popes came out, starring 82-year-old Anthony Hopkins and 72-year-old Jonathan Price. A few months before that, Avengers Endgame came out and its music composer was 70-year-old Alan Silvestri. Looking around Hollywood, you also have 90-year-old Christopher Plummer, 87-year-old Michael Caine and 82-year-old Morgan Freeman still strutting their stuff. There's no reason why advertising shouldn't be the same in terms of age diversity. But it may need a slight change of mindset. I don't believe that agencies are oblivious to the talent offered by older people. I really think it's a result of the costs associated with senior talent. When senior talent and agencies are both flexible with money, agencies will make the most of senior talent. When the optics of an older person working for a younger person are no longer weird, agencies will tap into veterans more. There are also some cases where older people cling on to obsolete mindsets that jeopardize their chances of lasting long. One of these obsolete mindsets is that it's okay for a creative to be an asshole. 15 years ago, in the golden age of scam, creatives could throw their weight around because the awards they won for the friendly neighborhood chicken rice stall would be enough for their agencies to tolerate them. That was also the time it was okay to treat junior creatives badly. A common ritual was for a senior creative to take the sheet of paper containing a junior creative's idea and tear it up or crumple it up in front of the junior creative. Then millennials happened. Then Gen Z happened. These are two groups of people who don't accept being treated badly. But some older creatives didn't accept this new reality. They believed that throwing their weight around would still be acceptable because quote-unquote they are creative. Most such creatives are sitting at home now. Sometimes it's due to their juniors complaining about them, but more often it is about clients complaining about them. Because the way they treat junior creatives is also the way they treat clients. We have all heard of creatives pissing off clients and the clients calling a pitch. We have also heard of creatives being let go by agencies in the immediate aftermath of a bust-up with the client. This usually involves a creative over the age of 50, not because older creatives are more hostile or belligerent by nature, but because older creatives were told in subtle and not-so-subtle ways that they could get away with a lot of things because, quote-unquote, they are creative. Agencies today cannot take that risk. They cannot take the risk of losing clients and revenue by having a tinder box for a creative director. This business reality means bye-bye senior creative who comes in at 11 a.m. with a hangover and a mohawk. Another damaging mindset some older people carry is that the TV and print kind of thinking can still cut it in the digital age. They believe that a digital video is exactly the same as a TVC and they think in terms of what the reprise will be when it's a digital video. They also believe that a social post is like a print ad 
where the copy on the post is like the headline of a print ad and the social copy outside the social post is like the body copy of a print ad. And you can forget about them understanding anything experiential or activational. I'm not saying that all older creatives are like this. I'm saying that this type of older creative exists. We have all seen them. The way to avoid all those pitfalls is to embrace the qualities I mentioned at the start of this podcast. Hunger, adaptability and leadership. If you're an older person in advertising, but you can make younger people envy you for your hunger and adaptability, you will last long. If the younger people look up to your leadership, you will last long. Of course, it helps if you start your own agency like Jeff Goodby and Lester Wonderman. But even if you don't, you can be a Lee Klo or a Piyush Pandey and keep going as a senior employee. What will not help is lamenting about ageism. What will not help is trying to bring back the good old days. The good old days were the bad old days for some people. Imagine being a junior creative and having a senior creative crap all over your portfolio. Imagine being someone who does the hardworking work that builds an agency only to have your scammy teammate promoted ahead of you. That was the industry 15 years ago and we should be glad that those things are changing. They have not fully changed, but they are changing. And that's a good thing. If a senior professional adapts to these changes and retains the curiosity of a kid in a candy store, nothing should prevent them from lasting long. Once again, thanks for listening to what I've had to say. Feel free to share your thoughts on what you've observed in your own agencies regarding age and ageism. See you at the next podcast.